Hey, what's up, y'all? We back. Um, yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do the thing. I'm not going to. Because mm-hmm. it's Black Friday. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> By the time y'all hear this, it'll be Cyber Monday, though. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of, Thanksgiving is done. Right? How was y'all's Thanksgiving? Was, you were at my house, so... You, you I'm asking to, them. Um, I don't know. I was saying, like, you know, how was, how was y'all Thanksgiving? Was your turkey dry? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to eat dry turkey, I'm beating somebody's ass. Just don't bake it, then. And then I'm getting abruptly violent. <laughs> Did you put bustle spots in the mac and cheese? Actually, <laughs> there was one person that was at Dez's house, and there was, like, I, I, don't, I was overhearing a conversation... And, like, I guess her, the lady's mom said that she put the Brussels sprouts in her mac and cheese. I'm going home. I was just kidding. <laughs> no, I I'm wish j- I was. I was just joking. I was like, <laughs> I almost got violent, bro. <laughs> I would have got violent. If I pulled back the mac and cheese and I see this big-ass cabbage-looking thing in my fucking mac and cheese, okay. everybody in the house getting touched. <laughs> everybody in the house getting touched. <laughs> Including the dog that ain't got no working eyeballs. Wait. <laughs> if your dog is near me, I might just kick it like Dio. Jesus Christ. Thanksgiving <laughs> was cool, though. But it's Christmas time. Best time of the year. I'm going to wait for this. Mm-hmm. As, soon as, it, as soon as it hit midnight, you know my phone started playing. The best Christmas song of all time. If you say Mariah Carey. Nigga, no. Thank God. It <laughs> was the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. I like John's version because of LeBron. Thirstiest time of the year, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're not talking about that. Now it's not Christmas to me until I hear LeBron say, "You want Sprite cranberry?" There we I've go. seen a couple commercials so far. Right, but I need LeBron. <laughs> I've seen another. I've seen LeBron say, "Which commercial have you been watching?" I don't know. I've seen this one dude. I don't know. They're kind of like at a talent show type deal, talking about like Sprite cranberry. I don't know. I could be tripping though, but you know, it probably works as well as like, I don't know. But hey. On the riddle, like, it's my favorite time of year, too. Like, Christmas is all peaceful and shit. I do love Christmas. I really, really do. This this war between people who, like, love Halloween. Like, have you ever noticed that, like, the people who love Halloween despise Christmas? And people who love Christmas despise Halloween? Like, it's just a silver... It's just this, this and war. And me in the middle, I'm like, I like them both. Like, I don't hate Halloween. I just don't like it. The only reason I don't like Halloween that much is because we got the fucking people, like I always say, we always got, as soon as it, as soon as 4th of July hits, it's over, and it's August, everyone's talking about, it's, it's spooky season. I'm like, bro, it's fucking August. I mean, ain't no holidays in August, like, at all. I don't think there is. Not any major holidays. There's National Potato Day, which is my birthday, August 19th, but. What the hell? Google it. <laughs> like, bro, we are still in the dog days of summer. It's still hot. No. Like, damn. And then y'all get mad at us for wanting to put up a Christmas tree as soon as the Halloween is over. Like, yeah, bro. Yeah, like the potatoes, though. What the fuck? <laughs> Your fat ass eat everything. <laughs> Don't call me fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. But we're not here to really talk about holidays, are we? I mean, we were talking about the Grammys, and we were speaking of which, I'm still upset. Fuck about- the Grammys. <laughs> <laughs> and the American Music Awards, bitches. And I'm still upset about the fact that you were saying that how are TikTok artists taking over everything? Oh, my God. Because it's the wave. Everybody's on TikTok, you know? You just got to put out a catchy song that's going to do traction on the internet. Because literally, look, let's be honest. Studies show if there is a trend that goes behind your song, your song is going to do extremely well. For example, when Crank That Soldier Boy came out, he had a whole dance routine to it. He even gave us a tutorial video of all him and him and all those big ass t-shirts in the pool. <laughs> it was empty. You remember that video on YouTube? Yes, I did. <laughs> like, and then guess what happened? We had like 85 crank that dances come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like crank that Aquaman, crank that Yank, crank that Batman, crank that Spider. It was a crank that insert hero here. <laughs> so, yeah. But it did really well. I mean, can you blame these people, though? They're capitalizing on people like dumb shit. People like to make dumb shit famous. 
Because right. it was like, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. And it's like, yeah, but I now, can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> because now I'm curious to see what everyone else the fuck is talking about. Like, bro, that song Jiggle, like, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. Oh. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, what did, what are y'all talking about? So I did what everybody else would do. I you look it up. up. And then I mean, all of a sudden you're like. This shit's kind of catchy. <laughs> yep. And now you're like, fuck. Now I either like it and I downloaded it or it's just stuck in my head and I randomly catch myself singing it. Right. I'll be at work like. I might need to jiggle, jiggle. Eight and four. What the fuck am I singing Son this for? bitch. <laughs> like, fuck. But, like, remember when the mannequin challenge came out? Okay, but the mannequin challenge was Ex- fucking fun. Exactly. It was fun. It was fun. But guess what? Black Beatles from Ray Shrim did really fucking well because mm-hmm. of that challenge. But that was already a good song. Right. But it did better yeah. because of the challenge. So, like, yes, hip-hop and TikTok go to hand-in-hand like Kool-Aid and Sugar. Like, it's bound to happen. Yeah. It's not even, like, hip-hop. It's really, like, a lot of pop. Like, pop hip-hop, artists blow up. Like, I pop. mean, it's not even that. It's just, like, TikTok is now the I would new... say this. I would say this. It's a it's a mixture of, melody, like, a hip-hop, pop mix, if you will. Well, and what I was going to say is, like, TikTok is now the new, um, the new platform for it to get famous. Right. Because, because like... Because TikTok's the fastest-growing social media platform. Yeah. Facebook's established, Twitter's established, Instagram's established, TikTok came out of nowhere in the absence of Vine. Well, and also, COVID didn't help because everybody was at home. Well, so. that's the thing, like, like TikTok was gonna, it was gonna blow up with or without COVID, though. Because, look, the attention span of people is probably no longer than 15 seconds. So, that's why Instagram shined when they introduced video. Yeah. Because Vine was, what, six-second loops? Instagram was like, hey, 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 hey. 15 seconds. <laughs> You're welcome. It's fine. You well, I think TikTok now, I think TikTok, you can post like... You can you can go up to 10 minutes now. Yeah, you can go up to like 10 minutes now on TikTok. I'm like, I don't... Mm-mm. Yeah. 10 minutes on TikTok is like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> like, it will, it's, it's the same with YouTube. Like, you know... Once you pass that, like, 50-minute mark on YouTube, this is a long-ass video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but there's some people who are good at that, like Trap Lord Ross. You know, his videos are, like, three-something hours long, but just, I will watch the whole thing from beginning to end. It's just crazy to me, bro, how, like, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, probably, like, 15 years ago, no one would ever think that content creator was a job. Oh, God, no. If you would if you would have said back in like two thousand six, if you would have said two thousand six, I'm gonna be a content creator. People are like, what the hell is oh, that? What the fuck are you talking about? Right, and now all of a sudden, like, bro, you look like I always bring it up. You have kids that are making bank just by opening like toys, the, like that Ryan's World kid. Yeah, shout out, hey Ryan, if you hear this, man, shout out to you, man. You a millionaire. You old. You younger than me. Shout out to you, kid. Proud of you. Shout out to your parents. They were the. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's the thing. It's like. If you would have told me when I was in high school, Chris, you can make money off this app called TikTok. I'm like, what the fuck is TikTok? Not even just TikTok, but like YouTube. Vine, YouTube. I'm like, Instagram. Right? Instagram really wasn't blowing up the way it was. But it's it still was. crazy how you can literally get paid just for posting pictures. Right. Like, ins- like, like Instagram pays you per like, insane. per save. Well, I think it's a certain amount of, I think you have to have a certain amount of You have to have likes. a certain amount of followers. Well, yeah, to and start, then, to start making money, and then after that, you have to have a certain amount of likes, and for every time it hits that amount of likes, you get paid. Right. But then you have to like, like, there's a whole video, there's like a whole like documentary about it, and there's like this like this one Instagram, with like social media. Instagram, is my Instagram has a school on their on their platform teaching you how to monetize and grow your platform. It's insane to me, <laughs> right? It's, it's, but it sucks though because like that becomes your life, and then you're just like. Become like, your livelihood, and if you lose it, guess what? You ain't got shit now. Yeah, and that's what sucks because it's like, well, I have to post this amount of times a day. I have to like, like do this. I have, I have to, do. to do this every single month. Like I have to. Like it's it's so crazy to me. You got but and here's the thing. Sometimes it's not like it's like self marketing, right? And here's the thing about the algorithms. There, some you know, sometimes you'll do killer numbers in like a week, and then the algorithm goes, "Your shit's not popular anymore. This is what's popular." Because the algorithm can literally what can pop what 
Well, and again, that's the power. Anything can blow up because of the That's algorithm. the power of the internet is literally one day your video could have got a million likes. The next thing you know, you're getting a maybe fucking like 500, cat thousand. laying in the grass just got two million likes. And you're like, that's, what? That's popular, right? Like, excuse me? Right. My professor used to always say when I was studying criminal justice, the internet is the most powerful tool, but we use it for cat videos and porn. <laughs> 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 that's what he would always say I mean, <laughs> I'm like Dr. Demraven wasn't wrong <laughs> I'm like think about it what gets the most likes on TikTok what's the it's cat TikTok like cat TikTok cat TikTok is the greatest thing ever right it's <laughs> the funniest shit in the world and I'm like and then the other times you're using your phone you probably got your door locked <laughs> men and women don't lie ladies we know you'd be flicking the bean about that <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, I mean it's it's crazy how like the internet can make you famous in literally a day. And you won't even mean it to. Your friend could just record you doing something stupid and then all all it takes is for somebody to take that clip, put some auto tune on it, and next thing you know you're... Or 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 not even auto tune. Fucking Daniel got famous for wearing white literally bands. Literally all he said was just damn Daniel. Back at the beginning with the white bands. And then all of a sudden Daniel was on fucking Ellen. And he his okay, his friend got a fucking surfboard. I think that's injustice, Ellen. He's the one who did the work. We don't know what happened to Ellen lately, so... I I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He's the one selling the records. Stupid. (laughs) Not Daniel. People didn't come here to see you. (laughs) Or it's just like... Or it's just like, again, like... or That's the power. Like, the influence of TikTok on music, though? Oh, it's huge. And that's that's kind of like the main focus. But it's like, it's huge, bro. There's so many artists... That came from TikTok, and they're like selling out Rolling Loud all because they saw them on TikTok. Like fucking Spice, whatever her fucking name is. Oh, I Spice. Yeah, we all know why she's famous. She had a fat ass. Literally, that's the only reason why. <laughs> Literally, that is the only reason why. Because she raps like a three-year-old. But people like it. No, the fuck we don't. No, bro, you'd be surprised. She actually has like a huge following. We know why. No, like, some people actually like her music. Are y'all okay? Bro, you know how some people... Bro, this no, is what no, I'm no, talking no, about. No, 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 We need to address this. The fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> y'all like that shit? You thought I was feeling you? That niggas are my... Shut, shut up. <laughs> play, you play... You get in my car and go, bro, play some Ice Spice. I'm gonna be like, get out of my car. Well, it's not dudes. It's mainly chicks. It, but, um, sh- but it's also the same girls that come into school at 7 in the, mor- seven in the morning. Best friend. Che- yes, those are the girls that like <laughs> Ice Spice, bro. And it's bad because it's like it's like I don't I don't, I don't want to knock her for like. I do. She can't rap for shit. Like she can't rap. But Like, like Drake said, she's a 10 when you put her on mute. Jesus Christ. <laughs> not wrong though. And then it sucks because then you make all the talented people that put their heart and soul in this shit make them look like... But here's the thing, though, man. Like, yes, TikTok has a major influence, but real rap, real music is always going to win. Yeah, like, period. people don't... No, 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 no. Here's no, no, my no. counter to that. People don't... Nowadays, like I was saying, people don't like to think, bro. People don't like the lyrical shit no more. People don't like deep it shit. De- no, it depends on the rapper. People love Kendrick Lamar. People love J. Cole. Because guess what? They're not deemed corny. Unlike people like Joyner Lucas, Will Smith, Logic, you know, those guys are deemed corny. So people don't like their lyricism because sometimes they're like, oh, they try too hard or whatever. Kendrick was gone since 20, what, 15? He drops Mr. Morale on the Big Steppers and damn near breaks Spotify? No, because damn came out in 2017. 2017, there we go. Yeah, it came out in 2017. And in the Black Panther album. But, like, still, like, Kendrick was on hiatus for fucking how long? It was, like, five years, yeah. We sat through a Trump presidency without Kendrick. <laughs> that was the that was a tough, tough four years there. Yeah, it was, like, five years without a, without a single... Like, I mean, he had features, but he wasn't... Man, he didn't drop anything himself, though. But, like, that's the thing. And, he, you know, he drops that album. And, it like I said, it breaks Spotify. Like, Spotify would crash. Because everybody's trying to flock over to listen to this album. Yeah. You know, J. Cole dropped his album. We were like, fucking, I was like, oh, well, finally. I mean, rap, in my opinion, has become just a popularity contest. That's it really, really is. all it is. It's it not, is. like, I... You know, like Method Man said, back in my day, when you said you were a rapper, people would tell you to kick a freestyle. 
Now you say you're a rapper, people ask you where your chain's at. Right. It's just it's just a popularity contest. And I hate to say it, because I, I love hip-hop. I love rap. It's like the cornerstone for almost every, you know, every... It's it's the cornerstone for a culture, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But it sucks because... It's so commercialized It's now. so commercialized and so, like... Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Because it's basically a shell of what it used to be. Like, granted, there's, like... It's not all like that. But the hip-hop mm-hmm. that gets the attention should not be the hip-hop that gets the attention. Right. The hip-hop that should be getting the attention, nobody wants it because nobody wants to listen to it because they don't want to feel. They want to escape. Which is understandable because there's a lot of things out there that nobody wants to think about or feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, But rap is literally just an imitation of what's going on in the black culture. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to face that and you're black, then there's something wrong with you. Right. And And then you have these... I don't know. You, my thing with like white rappers, man. Gross. There's some white rappers I really, I really like. There's some I really just don't care for. Mm, Tom McDonald. Um, oh my god, he tries too hard to be. I woke. can't stand. Oh my no, no, god. he's the opposite of woke. He's like super far right. Oh my god. Like. He's 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 really annoying. Like I don't. Like Tom McDonald. I don't like really him either. He's just ridiculous. And what bothers me the most, too, is it's like you either have... You have three types of white rappers. You have the street hood white rapper that hung up with all the black kids. Paul Wall. You have the, like, you have the, the Christian rap, clean squeaky... Not clean squeaky, but, like, the Christian, like, lyrical rappers, like NF. And then yeah. you have the, like... I'm this world is full of people like, you know, like Tom Don- Tom McDonald's and people like that. Yeah. Like, there's three types of white rappers. And then there's Eminem, but, you know, Eminem is... I put Eminem... I put him in the GOAT category. I do. He's cool. And he... Cause I, he's, and here's, the, here's the thing I like about Eminem. He respects the culture. That's why he gets a pass in my book. Because when Eminem got inducted into the Hall of Fame, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, his speech basically credited every black artist you can imagine. Yeah. And I was like, that's how you show love to a culture. Well, I mean, I'm by opinion, I'm not a huge Eminem fan. I mean, he's cool. Like, I'll give him respect and all that stuff, but, like, I'm not an Eminem fan, like, personally like that. But, you know, I understand why people like him. But it's also just, I just don't, there's not a very, there's very few white rappers I like. And there's nothing again, if you want to be, I'm, and this is a disclaimer, if you're white and you want to be a rapper, go for go it. Go ahead. Go there's for nothing it. wrong with it. Go for just it. Just try not to be so, like, offensive or you try to be edgy and shit or you like, try to be too woke right. or you try to be too like logic you like I'm biracial we don't give a fuck logic we don't care dog <laughs> like, like just be a chill you really white don't rapper. care it was like what about Jack Harlow Jack Harlow I got like, I got, man I could don't get me started on Jack Harlow no go ahead kill him right now no no no, no. I like Jack Harlow go like, off okay like, here's my thing about Jack Harlow <laughs> he makes music for he's a chill white dude he's funny he's cool he's charismatic like, I'll give, give him respect, but his album should not be Grammy nominated. That album is mid as fuck. It's not that good. No, it's not. But like, hit the album before that, I forgot what it was called, but has songs like Love Is Dro and, you know, um, sad, Same Guy. It was a, that, was a, that was a better album. In my opinion, that one should have been nominated for a, a Grammy, but not this one. Come home, the kids miss you. I don't understand. I can't can't name any other song other than Glamorous and Dua Lipa on that album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything. This toy toy really decided to turn on the most opportune time, huh? I'm telling you, it's got a mind of its own. But, (laughs) yeah, I just, I just, that's my thing about white rappers, bro. I'm just not a fan. Like, I can't find one white rapper that I'm like, yo, like, I fucks with him. Like, there's NF, there's. There's a bunch of them, and they're all talented. Don't get me wrong. I don't even listen to NF like that, man. All I know two songs from NF. There's only yeah, there's only like two I know, but it just I don't know. It just comes to a point where it's like rap is not what it used to be, and I'm not saying it's not enjoyable. It's just to the point where it's like it's so it's become like its own worst enemy, essentially. It like is. It's, it's become its own worst like. Like, we created, and I, I hate to say it, but the fans created this. The oh, fans yeah. created this whole thing of, like, because, like I was saying, rap is supposed to be, rap is supposed to be an imitation of what's going on in the black culture. Now it's literally just 
Nah, rap. but it's rap is also so disrespectful nowadays, man. Well, yeah. Rap is like, like you said, it's supposed to be like you know a representation and a, a look into the the community, like it was back in the eighties. You know when like you had NWA talking about straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube, and like fuck the police, you know all that shit. Nowadays it's like, how many dead ops can I diss in this one song? You know what I'm saying? Well, that's the problem too, bro. People are so easy to disrespect. Like, <laughs> folks do so. Like, folks are so quick to just be so disrespectful. Like, they like that's rap is an outlet to do it. But like, folks are so quick to just go for the jugular nowadays, bro. Like, they do not care. Like, <laughs> like, like when FBG Duck died and Dirk released that song "Shit or Duck," I was like, Dirk, come on now. You had all this time while FBG Duck was alive to diss him. You wait till that nigga dies now. Come mm. on now. Yeah. I like who I smoke from Young and Ace and uh, Spin a Binge, mm-hmm. Walk with the Chapel and Fast Money Goon. I was like, when I heard the song, I was like, this song is just fucked up. Yeah. And then Fulio dropped his response. I was like, correction, this song is way more fucked up. Like, diss tracks nowadays aren't even diss tracks. It's just being a fucking asshole. Right? Like, diss tracks back in the day, like, it was like, you're actually dissing the person. Like, there right. were cardinal rules that you didn't go at, that you didn't, like... You left the mother. You, you left, left. You left, left family out. You left kids out, and then like you could go after everything else. Now, bro, you got you got dudes taking pictures of people's baby mamas. You got all kinds of stuff. Like, bro, it's just like the culture nowadays is just so strange to me, bro. And that's this. And again, like it's a generational thing. Like growing up as like a millennial, like mm-hmm. seeing how times has changed and seeing how like we were raised different. Yeah, and I don't want to sound like, oh, back in I'm my not, day. I'm not, no, no, and here's the thing, like, and but here's the thing. A lot of millennials are parents now. We are. Let's be real. A lot of us are parents. So I have to ask the question. How are we raising these kids? I don't know. It kind of but, but also, these, 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 these rappers are younger, so they're like our little brothers and sisters. So, like, how did our parents teach the older, or the older generation versus our little brothers and sisters? Because somewhere there's a disconnect. Yep. <laughs> like, well, it also comes from, like, and this is going into the culture. It's also, like, millennial parents are, like, freelance. They pretty much just give their kids their own avenue to express themselves. And that's fine. But you also have to realize, like, our parents blocked us from a lot of shit. So we didn't, we weren't running crazy and doing stuff like, I'm not, like, again, it's not like, I don't want to sound like a back in my day type dude, but it's like, Parents nowadays are like, well, if he wants to watch this, he's it's five years old. It's and rated he's... R for a reason. Right. And you got five-year-olds cussing and all that stuff. And they're like, bro, oh, like, it's so funny. Like, like bro, like, if like, I was... kid, like, kids don't even call you dude head. They just call you a bitch now. Right. Like, I'm like, uh uh-huh. what's up, little man? Shut up, bitch. What the fuck you just said to me, little nigga? Like, and then you got the parent like, oh, you know, he's just expressing himself. No, you think it is asshole. I'm about to express my foot in his chest. Right, but <laughs> again, he's exposed to the newer, like the newer generation just has that Hell yeah, freelance. Man. I had to ask my mom for music on my iPod shuffle. I know you remember the shuffle. This is... Ain't had no screen. You had to kind of guess where you were. Yep. But I had to ask my mom. She always put the censored version of the songs on there. Much as I hated it, I understood like why she did I, it. Like, and then I mean, I, I my I'll, dad didn't let me play GTA till I was like seventeen. I'll give it to parents. Our parents, they protected us. We as parents don't protect our kids, and they well, let them kind of experience. But, and then they're like, well, "Why the is thing. my kid listening to this when I'm when he's ten years old?" Right? Like, you shouldn't be listening to it when he's ten years old. You shouldn't be letting him hang out with the grown folks. Right. Listen to grown folks' conversations when he's ten years old. And remember, when I was, and remember the saying when we were growing up: "Stay in a child's place." These kids children don't have the child's should be, place. Children should be seen, not heard. That was my saying. Right. Like, and again, it goes into what I, what we're talking about. Is like, and then we wonder why these kids are so violent. Yeah, and why they're like there's all these like they, they, it's just a disrespectful type of thing. And again, rap wasn't like that back in the day. Like rap was mad disrespectful, but not like to the point where like you taking pictures of dead obs. No, like, and I remember back in the day, rappers when they. When they gave somebody, back to the community, they were yeah. like, "Hey, bro, don't listen to this. Like, I think I think you're too young to listen to my music." Nowadays, you got it's just it's just crazy to me. Like, you got you had like old head you had old head rappers like Ludacris and Ti being like, "Hey, young and don't listen to our, my music. It's not for kids. It's for oh, it's for grown folks." Mm-hmm. And that's like back in the day. And then like did you just call Ludacris and Ti old old heads. I did. I I'm sure they are. Yeah, they did. <laughs> like, they did. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they both legends in the game. Hold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just like, it's just like the, I don't know, like this whole nuance of new rappers and it's not even just like rappers. It's just like kids nowadays just have that exposure. And so now that's why going to like Ice Spice and all them, they didn't, I don't think they had that. They don't have that like restriction that we had. Right. So it's wild to us that all this shit is happening. You're like, what the fuck? But at the same time, gang culture is getting worse now. Yes. The gang bangers are getting younger. Because, mm-hmm. like, you look at, like, Bronx Drill, like, K-Flock and all them. That shit is violent. Yeah. Like, but then you look at the Bronx. The Bronx is one of the, like, the most um, poverty-ridden cities in New York. Like... Yep. So these kids, all they know is violence and gangbanging. Well, again, so our, in, in a way, they're just hip hop. Well, really it doesn't change. They're just giving you an insight of what they what they know. Well, yeah, which is gangbanging. I would I would say I would also say this. I don't think this new generation has the heroes like we did. They don't have the the role models like we did. Because Nip is gone, Kobe's gone, Tupac and Biggie are gone. You know, like. You know, all the role models that we had growing up are all gone. So they don't really have one because like you were saying, is like this this generation doesn't have role models because everybody wants to, you know, they don't really want to like, they don't want to look for an out. You know what I'm saying? They really want to just like party and have a good time and all that stuff, which is understandable. Right. But like, again, they didn't have restrictions like we did. They didn't have someone telling you, hey, don't do drugs, don't do this. Because, I hate to say it, but Gen Z kids don't like being told no. They really don't. They don't like being told what to do. Well, they, they, see, a... they see their favorite artist is addicted to lean, so they want to get hooked on lean. I'm like, because those are their role models. That's right. what I'm saying. Right. Their role models are people who are talking about, I mean, I love them, but Juice World was glorifying drug use. But he was, it wasn't that he was like, oh, go do drugs. He was saying, I'm using drugs as an escape. Right, I'm depressed. I'm depressed. But some people took that as, oh, well... He's just drinking, but then like uh, like on the other side, you you literally have people who had drugs in their name, and like as irrelevant as he is now, smoke perp, drugs were literally <laughs> in his name. I'm so glad he's failing. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I mean though. Fuck smoke perp. You see what I mean though. <laughs> Lil it's Zan. Like little Zan, like what? He, he looks like a naked mole rat. <laughs> like you literally had these he people. Went, he went to the hospital because he ate too many hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> like you literally have oh, these you Lil Zan you don't deserve a career <laughs> he's still going <laughs> oh I could roast Lil Zan for days oh lord but I'm not going to good is <laughs> you literally have these celebrities who glorify toxic behavior back then when we were growing up be a good person well, like I don't told, do drugs well, like I had this conversation with mom the other day I was like hip hop has changed so much over the years because back in the 80s it was like you know, don't do drugs, you know, don't do that cocaine. And then, like, the 90s came, it was like, hey, man, we got to sell dope to survive. Then the 2000s came, it was like, I'm selling dope because I'm trying to get money. In the 2010s and 2020s, like, I am the dope user. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so it's like hip-hop has changed so much over this course of 80s. I hate 80, to say it, but I kind of feel like it's going backwards. Explain. Like, I feel like hip-hop isn't... Like the like what I was saying is hip hop is a show of what it used to be mm-hmm. because I feel like the generation the more the gen like the further we go down the generational line the more backwards it's going because these kids like you were saying is like don't do drugs don't gangbang don't do this but now you have artists in hip hop and like in not even just in hip hop but other types of music and other type of outlets like TikTok that are saying that are glorifying these uses and these kids are being exposed to it because they don't have those restrictions that we had when we were younger. And they didn't have someone telling us, don't do this, don't do that. When you literally have rappers that are literally talking about this shit. Right. And so they're, you, that's their influence. They don't have a good influence. And that's what I mean is by hip-hop is going backwards. I'm not saying it in a musical term. In a musical sense, we're in a really you good time. The, you mean the message of I'm hip-hop. talking about the message. Okay. Musically, okay. it's fine. Musically, it's great. I was like, musically? I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? Are you talking musically? Because like... Hip hop doesn't change musically. No, 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 no. Cause, musically, cause it's great. The, the way that the, the the way that like you know Migos is rapping, is the way Bone Thugs is rapping. They're harmonizing with each other, you know, coming in unison and you know all that the cadence. That's Bone Thugs. You know what I'm saying? Bone Thugs has been around forever. 
But I get what you're saying. You're saying the message of the hip-hop. message of hip hop, and not even just hip hop. It's the message of literally any kind of entertainment outlet nowadays, whether it be rock, whether it be country, rock or anything. Because again, when I mean when I'm saying like pop. this generation doesn't like the word, doesn't like being told no, they want to express themselves. Media takes that and goes, well, this is selling. Like nobody wants to be labeled as anything. It's okay to be this. It's okay to be that. Back then, if you're doing something fucking stupid, it was like, don't do that. Like, right. you know what I mean? And it's now it's like, everything is so like, you can't judge anybody. That's the thing. It's like, you can't really judge anybody for doing anything. Everybody wants to live their life the way they, the way they want to. And that's fine. Do your thing. That's, be do your responsible. thing. Be responsible. But you also have to realize that if you had grew up with restrictions, and I think that too, I think that like. A lot of us grew up with those restrictions, like we couldn't watch certain TV shows. We couldn't date until we were like, some people couldn't date till they were 18. Some people couldn't, you know, you know, whatever. Like they were, they were locked down because of our parents. It's kind of like a rebellious thing and we're living vicariously through this generation. If that makes sense. Makes total sense. Because now like, literally look at Twitter and TikTok. They're literally cesspools for pretty much just like. Oh God. Like. <laughs> I don't know what Elon Musk is gonna do with that, but have fun with that, Elon. Like, bro, and this is and this is my and this is my point. And this is one of my points too. Is like, um, OnlyFans, for example. Back then, do you know how hush hush it was for anybody to be saying that they were doing any kinds of stuff? Like, do you right? know, like if you ever received any pictures from any woman? Do you know how like, like you know, scandalous and like, oh, don't show anybody or like, right? You know what I mean? Nowadays, OnlyFans exist. Right, for the, that it's because reason. back then we had the restriction of don't tell anybody. This is taboo. Oh, we were sneaking behind. Oh, we were sneaking behind our parents' backs. And we had like kick and shit. Yeah, and now we literally don't have act, apps. Don't act like you don't know about kick, y'all. <laughs> and now we literally have apps that are designated for those kind of things because it's not taboo anymore. Right. This generation made you it got okay Tinder, to just hustler, bumble, whatever the other shit is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. Express dating in an app. Yeah. Like that. It's like that. That shit did not exist when we were kids. But that that all bleeds into music and that all bleeds into social media like and this all that culture. Stuff. It's just this culture is... And it, it still blows my mind. Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, again, back in my day. But it just... The only reason why I say it is because it's just mind-blowing. I'm not saying, like, my generation was better. No, just it's, saying, just like, it's just mind-blowing like, how, like, someone just took the cap off of everything. It's like one millennium was like... Well, I wasn't allowed to go out with my friends. I wasn't allowed to do this. They took the cap off, and then all of a sudden, it was just, like, they, bedlam. They, they, opened, they opened Pandora's box. I was like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, like, there I were, like, one up. person, one millennial had a kid and was like, oh, yeah, you can go and do this. He's five. <laughs> yeah, get... Hey, uh, John, does your kid have a gun? Yeah, I mean, he's, he, you know he's three, right? Okay, and? <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, oh, you know, fine. Fine, fine. It's like, yeah, Dan, mm. you know your kid has an Instagram? Yeah, you know he's nine. Bro, that right? shit is weird to me. I, I now it happens. Now, it now, happens though. Now, hear me out. Hear me out. I understand if you make an Instagram for your baby, you make it private and only family can follow. I'll even then, even then. then. But no, no, no. I don't. I get it because photo books aren't a thing anymore because everything's so internet savvy. And you know, fine. You can you can give your kid an internet, your Instagram, and make it for family only, so they can see the pictures. But here's another thing. I don't think pets need Instagrams. Oh, no. And you're talking like, you know, for your you're pets. You're talking like the pet. That yeah, shit is weird. weird to me. I will judge the shit out of you. Well, there's people and that's the I will judge the shit out of you. <laughs> Again. I it... will judge the shit <laughs> out of you. Continue. <laughs> and that's the thing, too, is like. Judge. <laughs> people live vicarious. Like, again, it's the millennial thing. Millennials right. didn't have that because we were restricted, so we lived vicariously through these no, avenues. No. Millennials, we got it. We got it bad too because a lot of us played sports we didn't want to because our dad, you know, couldn't go pro or, you know, I would have went there. My knee didn't give out, so they made us play sports. <laughs> like, yeah, and now we're like, the well, freedom, we're doing the same the, thing the, now. I was saying that we're doing the same thing. The freedom we wanted as kids, we are we're giving getting, it to our kids. It's like the. It's a domino effect. It's like the kid. It's like the parents who like 
treat their kids as their best friends because they didn't have best friends growing up or they didn't have that close relationship with friends growing up. It's I like a psychological thing. I can't, I can't do that. Like, that is so fucking bizarre My to me. kid is my child. That It's not my the, friend. You are my kid. And I right? can't say nothing because I, I, I not say a, I'm not I'll a be parent. Co- I'll be cool with my kids, but I'm not going to be your best friend. But I'm not going to be your best friend. And there's people who literally vicariously live their life what they wanted to mm-hmm. through their kid. And the kid's like, sure. Like, because right. they don't have their own identity. They don't have, right. and I'm not going to name any names, but I know a couple of parents out there that they like, they force everything that they like onto the child so the child likes it. And then the kid doesn't have their own identity. Right. And then the kid's like... And you wonder why, like, your child is decked out in Gucci, mad at my kid because he got the Paw Patrol shoes that your son wanted. Right. <laughs> what you mad at my child for? Again, it's some, bo- some millennial parent, as soon as they had a kid, opened up that Pandora's box, and they were like, you're free to do whatever you want. Well, you know he's six, and he has a cell phone, right? Fuck. No, well, my- I didn't get my first cell phone until I was like... In middle school. Yeah, I didn't get I, mine I remember, I was like seven, I remember, sixth, seventh grade. I, I was a mine. sixth grader at Horizon, convinced my mom to get T-Mobile at a Sam's Club. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, mom. But see, nowadays, it makes sense to have a phone in school. Oh, because, you know. See? Yeah. Like, you know. I don't it know. My, I don't know if I'm going to see my kid again that day. It makes sense It now. makes sense. That it makes, makes sense. sense. Now because that's the world. That, again, it's the culture it's that we live in. It's the culture in. we live in, man. You need to have a thing where you know where your kids are at all times. That's time. why, like, I remember, you know, seeing parents at Target, like, buying up air, air tags to put on their kids' belongings to track their kids. Because mm-hmm. it's a dangerous world they live in. You, your kid could be walking to school and all of a sudden R. Kelly, R. Kelly number two hops out of his car like, and just snatch your kid up. Like, yep. it's, it's a dangerous world we live in. It's very dangerous. And that's the positives. There's a lot of positives, too. There's not all negative. Yeah, there's not all negative. There's a I'm lot not, of I'm positives. Not on these, we're not shitting these kids. Just, we're just saying it's kind of crazy how, like... Things have changed. How things have changed. But there's a lot of positives. Like, yeah, if my, I would give my kid a cell phone like for we, safety purposes. That's about it, though. Like, I would limit my child's screen time. Like, and you can only be on your phone for X amount of hours outside well, school. Well, we also have those parents that let the screen raise their kids. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So. I'm not going to name any names. And I've seen the effects. And then you wonder, like, and then I listen to teachers. And you got teachers who are like, your kid doesn't know how to count to seven. Because, because you didn't the, teach them. They, you didn't teach them. You have these kids. And then they were like, you got these kids who know all about anime, but they don't know how to spell their name. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, to be fair. I've, I mean, I've ran into some, I've ran, I've talked to some, like, some kids that are younger than me, like, at, like, 19, seven, like, in their teens, and, like, I'm having a conversation with them, and they're, like, and I'm talking about basic stuff, and they're, like, what is that? I'm, like, I'm like oh, huh? boy, you, I'm, like, yo, you dumb as hell. Okay. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. <laughs> right? I'm, like, <laughs> and these kids are, like, I wish they taught us taxes in school. I'm, like, child, please, if they taught you taxes, you'd still you be on your pay phone. Attention. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. That's same for our generation. We, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we dead ass. If I had, like, tax class, I'd be like, I'm not trying to learn about taxes. Yeah. But I wish I kind of knew. Like, it took me this, this uh, recently, I learned, figured out how to calculate sales tax in cities. Nice. Yeah, you take the percentage of the sales tax rate, convert it to a decimal, multiply it by the base listing price, and that's how your sales tax. So yeah, I, I I had to teach myself that. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's a whole. Now if I ask a child, hey, hey, kid, how are you? I'm seventeen. Not to calculate sales tax? No, neither did I. Neither did I. <laughs> and there's nothing. There's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with it. But it's this whole thing of like, we. I feel like, and this is a really hot take. I feel like millennials are the reason why Gen Z is the way it is because we opened watched, up the box and say, now we're like. What the fuck is wrong with this generation? I don't know. What do you mean what the fuck is wrong with this generation? We caused this. Right. <laughs> well, we got to remember, like, Gen Z is mostly like our little brothers and sisters. They got the influence They watched us. us. They right. watched us grow up. They watched, they were like, oh, man, I don't want, I don't want to go with what you're going through. They watched us go to college and go into debt. Like, I don't want to do that shit. We caused this. So when people are like, oh, like, and then we caught, and it's funny because, like, when you, again, going back to, like, the main topic of, like, you know, like, social media well, and all that it, stuff. It's like, it was like, like, we had fake, we had MySpace, we had AOL, we had Kick and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we were using that as a platform to do things that we couldn't do in real life. Yeah. We, like play. What is TikTok and Facebook and all that? 
a platform for you to do things that you can't do in real life. Right. <laughs> right. But, like, then again, like, when we were growing up, like you said, we only had MySpace, but I was, like, the only social media platform was MySpace. Well, we had AOL. You had, like, you had, had AOL. You had, like, iMove and stuff like that. Yeah, you had, uh, what was it, the, the like, Habu Hotel. Right. The other ones, yeah. But... But, but, like, those were, like, games, though. Yeah. We, you know what I'm saying? Like, we would go home, we would, we would hop on the game or whatever, you know? <laughs> but we didn't have Facebook. Facebook didn't come out till about... 2006. 2006. But it didn't really it didn't really take off until like 2010. Right. So now these kids are growing up and they you got parents making Facebooks for them and you know they're not monitoring the Facebook anymore. Like my parents when they made my, my mom mom made my Facebook, right? She monitored that shit like a hawk. Jesus. <laughs> I was like I mean, I can I can gladly say that I did not have that when I got to a certain age. But it wasn't it wasn't like that. She was just trying to keep me and my I know, sister well, that's safe. That's what I was going to. And I but was nowadays like, we make our kids face money, have fun, do whatever we want. And that's and mm-hmm. I I can gladly say that my dad trusted me enough to kind of I can see where they're coming from because my mm-hmm. dad had put enough trust into me to not go into dangerous chat rooms and things like that. And, and add people I don't know. And add people I don't know. And I get that. But on that same counter note, I feel like we fucked up because we're letting our kids exposed to shit that they should not be exposed to until a certain age. Right, because the internet is... There's no... There's no... What's what I'm looking for? There's no safety net on the internet. Not no pun intended. I'm just saying this. It's like the internet is a dangerous place. You One click and next thing you know, you're watching some dude get beheaded. Yeah. And you, you, you messed up and clicked on a link by accident. You know? I think that's and I think that's the biggest problem too is like it's like we're I, not they, we're know, not I, we're not protecting our little brothers and no you know our kids and then like, they take that and they're like well I have the freedom to do anything I want and it's like and that's why she and that's why a lot of these kids nowadays they're you know going out having sex and they're like thirteen fourteen fifteen I mean granted that's when we you know started with doing it but we did it out of rebellion they did no, it no that's be- that's y'all I'm I'm a good Christian man oh well <laughs> I'm just, whatever I'm, I'm fucking around. <laughs> We did it because y'all it was heathens. out of... Re- <laughs> y'all sinners. <laughs> we did it out of rebellion. They're right. doing it because yeah. that's the norm that, That's nowadays. the norm. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just the norm. You want to why it's because it's the norm? Because they're exposed to shit that they should not have been exposed to because of the age that they were at. You know, this can all be prevented if we just trust one person to watch the internet. Yes. You know who that one person yeah, is. It's not time yet. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm laying the groundwork. Okay, well, I'm I'm not saying it yet because it's not time yet. There's a time and a place for everything. But going back to like hip hop too, it's not even just like. But hip hop is so vulgar now. Like, that's what I'm saying. And I'm it's just not saying, just like, hip hop oh, either. God. Like it's pop too. Like Ariana Grande has a whole lot of song about, about being be- a freak and not being able to walk straight after getting some good D. Right, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is such a banger," and then you got parents listening. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't know that until a Gen Z t- kid told me, and I was like, "What?" I think I told you. I was like, "Somebody." No, no, a Gen Z t- kid told me, and I told you. I was like, "Yeah," oh, and I was oh, like, okay. "That's what this song is about." I was like, "What is she talking about?" Like, I mean, walking side to side. Like, what does that mean? Oh, <laughs> this Gen Z kid was like, "You don't know." And I was like, "No, it's about getting some good." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh, ew." <laughs> I was like, "Ariana Grande from Nickelodeon, ew." Ew, what the fuck? I'm like, that's what you kids are listening to? Yeah. <laughs> then again, I can't say nothing because our generation grew up on like Pretty Ricky. Now on but, the no, okay, no, so- no, 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 no. On the hotline, the explicit version had me singing about phone sex. I don't know what that shit is. I'm seven. <laughs> I no, I get it. I get it. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> but the the gap between us and them I was gonna, again, I was gonna say I was gonna say music? though. I was gonna say though. It got worse when, you know... It got worse with them because they're more open about it. Right. We just heard it on the radio and we were like, oh, this is cool. Right. We had no or, idea. Or they it was played, an innocence they, factor with us. Or, we were right. like, oh, shit, this is cool. And then we found out when we were over, like, yeah, oh. <laughs> oh. Or they played it like a middle school dance. Yeah, like it was fine because it was like an innocence type thing. Like we're sitting over singing on the hotline and stuff and we're thinking it's a banger because it's on the radio. And then we find and then, out and then later. I, and then like, I, find, I discovered the explicit version. I'm like, Ooh. on me going down. What does that mean? <laughs> I was like, let's talk but about. But now phone you sex. have, now that now the generation, you know, Gen Z, 
there's no sugarcoating. It's just like WAP, like we were I'll talking about. WAP. Like WAP, straight up. And then parents get mad because they're like, well, my kids are being exposed to it. You let them. That's your fault. You control what your parent, what your child ingests. I, I find it hilarious. The black community understands that Cardi B or Megan Thee Stallion doesn't raise your kid when it comes to like conservatives being mad about it being vulgar. Mm-hmm. But with Lil Nas X is twerking on Satan, and then black parents want to be mad at Lil Nas X. I'm like, well, 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 wait a minute. You just told the conservatives that Cardi B and Meg don't raise your kids. So why doesn't this apply to Lil Nas X? Well, it also because I also also go like it's not even just like why does no 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 because no you yes that's hypocritical you can't do that uh, I'm like just tell, just deal with the conservatives you told the conservatives don't listen to it there's parental controls for a reason use them they don't though that's the problem that's the problem that's the whole point use this shit we open up that box because we don't wanna we don't want to raise our kids like we were raised but mm-hmm. I really really think that we should. Only because Gen Z is now just a weird clusterfuck of people who are horny and sad. Right? And it's there's because... There's no in-between. You're there's just no either in-between. De- you're either just really horny or really or you're depressed. you're just really fucking sad. Or a mix of the two. Or you're just offended by everything. Oh, my God. Been, did you see Robert Downey Jr. playing Blackface Tropic Thunder Millennials? That shit was funny. What? Yes. <laughs> and I hate it that it's a... I hate, you know, having the conversation of generation versus generation. But I'm, it's... I feel like this is more just more so of like how things have changed, and I don't think that millennials want to accept the fact that we're the reason for this, and right. just like Gen X was the reason why we're the way we are, and then boomers are the reason why our parents were the way it's a, they. It's a, it's a domino effect. It's, it, it, but millennials but, but, are the problem because they don't want to admit it. And then I was gonna say our parents are the problem too because like I well, I said Gen X most of our parents are Gen X right I'm saying like like Gen X caused us. We caused Gen Z. Gen Z is going to cause whatever the fuck the next generation but is going to cause. But Gen Z is it's Alpha. Oh, it's Gen Alpha is the next one. Why the fuck? Who the if fuck If you is, were born in 2010. Who, no, time out. Time out. Shut, shut, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Who the fuck is coming up with these names? Gen Alpha? What is the next generation going to be? Omega? Are we just going to start naming them Greek fraternities? <laughs> Omega Phi Beta? Well, I mean, you had what? Boomer? Gen Boomer. X, which was... There's Our an parents. actual name for Gen X, but I don't remember what it's it. We just it call is. them Gen X. And then there's Millennial. Yeah. If you're born between 1990. And then there's Zillennial, which was after 1997. Right. And then after between 97 and 2010 is Zillennial, which is Gen Z. And in 2010 to now, well, whenever they have the cutoff, is Gen Alpha. Can we just call them quarantine babies? Yeah. <laughs> 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 On a lighter note, though, since we're speaking of COVID, um, I was working at Walgreens. COVID. <laughs> working at Walgreens, we had we saw a sale, a spike in Plan B sales, and my coworker Brittany, she was like, "Chris, why are we selling so much Plan B?" I was like, "Well, when you're in the house, you know, twenty four seven because you can't you go nowhere." I was like, "You can only do so much Netflix before the chill kicks in." <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh yeah, you're right." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's why we that's why we keep selling on the Plan Bs." I'm like, three things are going to happen in quarantine. We're going to see a lot of babies, um, a lot of marriages, and a lot of divorces. Yep. <laughs> like, and so far, I've seen a lot of all three quarantine of them. Quarantine is just a way to force people into, like... And I mean, I guess, like... Quarantine was the greatest thing ever. Man, I wish we could do it again. I'll be on Xbox all the time. It's Wake just... up, go to work, go home, order DoorDash, go to sleep, <laughs> do it again. I Yeah. I mean, it's... Going back to it, though, is I really think that millennials just need to sit down and accept the fact that we're the reason for this clusterfuck of Gen Z. And it's they're not all bad. They're not all bad. They're not all bad. But it's, we need to stop I being say, like... I wouldn't, I wouldn't categorize all of them as bad. No. It's like a small... It's like not it's a very all very small percentage. It's a very small percentage. But the majority of Gen Z is the reason because is because a lot of their kid, their parents are traumatized parents. And right. they live vicariously through their kid. 90% of the parents I know... I'm calling all y'all out. We're traumatized as fuck. It should have had your shit together before you had a kid. I feel like everybody, I feel like every child in America should be, when they're born, should be entitled to a lifelong therapist and a lifelong uh, psychologist. As soon as, as soon as you're born. All right. This is your doctor. This is your therapist. This is your psychologist. Isn't therapist and psychologist the same thing? No. (laughs) 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 It's like. Teddy, explain. Psychologists are there to just listen to your problems, not offer you any advice. Therapists are like, okay, let's work through this. 
I'm like, let's work through it. That's fair. I'm like, psychologist is like, I get paid to listen to you, bitch, and that's about it. Well, and I think that's also <laughs> why this, uh, I think that's also why we're just okay with being so fucking toxic. Because it's just like, because, again, get help. social media makes it okay to be a piece of shit. Right. Because, again, social media doesn't have that cap like everything else does. Social media is just like, oh, you want to be an asshole? Go ahead. That person's never going to see you again. Right. Right. And the thing about, like, social media, it's like, oh, my God. We let social media dictate our lives way too much. Y'all got fucked up relationship advice from Facebook. Well. Facebook is the worst place to get. Again. Because you got your single friends who are trying to play love guru. Yeah. And you got your your friends who are in a couple who secretly hate their girl or hate their man, trying to be like you know. Oh, everything's good over here. No, 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 bro. You got in my car. We drove about thirty minutes of street, and you said, "I hate this bitch." Like, bro, what the fuck? You could. That's the. F- everything good? Because your Facebook says otherwise. Right. <laughs> Well, I think the, I think the problem too is is like again things that millennials don't want to admit is that we have some really fucked up problems. We do, and we don't exactly know how it came from growing up. It came from growing up. A lot of us came from really fucked up households, and that's okay. But the problem is is that we don't want to take accountability for growing up in a fucked up household and getting help. And so what do we do? We go on the internet. And we escape from our problems because I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it, it bad. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with y'all. Some of y'all don't deserve to be parents. Y'all don't need to be no, parents. No, you don't. Because you feed and you put I, it you into don't. your kid, right? Unless you, you, I saw this quote. It said, "Go get help before you become a parent, so you don't break the child the same way your parents broke you." There's some kids nowadays that don't even have a fucking identity. Because because you have decided to have them be a little version of you in all right. kinds of like dimensions. Some, I, I wish some of y'all would have kids instead of wanting a quote-unquote mini-me around the house. No. Like, I got told my parents, I got told my mom, because mom and I have these conversations almost every night. I was like, when I have kids, whatever they, whatever their goals and dreams are, I will support it 100% in the way. I'm not going to make my son play sports if he doesn't want to play sports. And my son goes, dead. I want to be an artist. But I'm not I'm, saying... I'm, I'm going to be like, if my son goes, Dad, I want to be an artist, I'm going to go buy a sketchbook, some coloring book, pencils and markers, like, draw into your heart's content. And my daughter's like, Dad, I want to be a ballerina. All right, cool. I'll go get some slippers and let's go find you a school. Like, I'm not going to force my identity on my kids. Well, on that same note, again, going back into, like, the main topic, like, social media and all that stuff, I get allowing your kid to... It be exposed to these things so that way they're not exposed to it later in life. But you also have to realize that there is a major fucking consequence because kids from the age of six to like 13 are impressionable as fuck. Oh, absolutely. They are like sponges. And when you go, all right, go on TikTok and they're seven years old and what are they seeing on TikTok and Twitter? What do you think they're going to do when they get older? Because they think that that's okay because you didn't tell them no. So I'm glad There's a a difference of... Teaching your kids and exposing your kids. Like, like okay. I think there's a time and a place to teach your kids about things. Like... There should be a certain age. Or I'm saying there's an age. Like, I'm not going to teach my children about sex ed, sex ed when they're like two. They don't know what that shit is. But when they get like a little bit older and they can comprehend, then we'll talk about this. That too. And I think like also like <laughs> swearing around kids is still weird to me. Oh, but I would never cuss for my kids. Hell no. Ever. And I'm still going to be like, what the hell did you just say? Watch your mouth. And everyone's like, why are you telling your kids that they can't cuss? Because they shouldn't be cussing at seven years old. Right. And it's in movies and shit too. Right. You got these kids who will just straight up just cuss in front of their parents. Just I feel, dropping I feel weird when I cuss from my parents. I still don't. I, I, I try. Not, I will I will censor myself so fast. Right. I still don't cuss in front of my dad. There are people I know who are like, they be dropping F-bombs and all kinds of stuff in their household. And I'm like, what? And it's not like I'm afraid. It's a respect thing. It's, it's a like, respect thing. It's a thing that I just grew up in the house I didn't fucking do. Because when something came on that was inappropriate, my dad either changed the channel... Or he told me to go in the other room because this is grown folks' business. Right. Like, if a sex scene came on, my mom, like, made me cover my eyes. Right. And 
<laughs> like I get or, it. Educa- I get educating. I see I see the point. I get education, but you mm-hmm. need to do that when they're 13, 11, 12, not 6, when, 7 when years they, old. When they when they under when they my, understand it. When I was 6 and 7, you know what we were watching between the lines, Dragon Tales, Power Rangers, X-Men. We were watching cartoons. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? We were going outside. We were going outside. I didn't we didn't let technology raise and I can't even blame technology because how does technology get in the house? The parents got to buy it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to blame technology because that's the latest. That's the last thing that's the problem is it's really it just comes down to the parent. Yep. We just got we have to raise our kids, not these, not the iPhone, not the Samsung, not, not the, the PlayStation, Internet. not the Xbox. We have to raise these kids. We and have to start. Them. I also I mean, you know, on the counter note, playing devil's advocate, us being two single non, you know, non parents. We can't really dictate how people can raise their kids. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not making a suggestion. I'm, 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 I'm not telling you how to As raise your kids. As a person look, on the outside looking in, I can actually tell you how that's going to affect How you that raise kid. your kid is not going to be able to raise my kid. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. Like, if you do what you want to do with your kid. But you also have to realize that there's consequences to the actions. And if your kid's running around, you know, trying to act like Ice Spice and all this other stuff, whose fault is that? Think it's about yours. it. That's all your fault. It's all you. That's all your fault. All the music that they listen to, all the rappers that are out nowadays, whose fault is that? That's all your fault. There's a bunch of kids' songs out there still. Mm-hmm. Gracie's and Corner. And there's some bangers out there because they got R&B mixes of them. Right. Like that, like, dog. I heard an R&B mix of Baby Shark. Shark. Yeah, it's still, it's still on my phone. <laughs> I know, but it's like, there's Gracie's Corner, there's Coco Melons, Paw Patrol. Mm-hmm. Like, keep let your, kids be innocent. Let, let your kids be kids, Let man. kids be kids and stop trying to be like, well, I didn't have this childhood, so you're going to have it. That's not a good thing. Go to therapy. Right? Like, yeah, I want my kids to have a better life than I did. Yeah. But I still want them to have their own identity. Right. <laughs> like, like, it's crazy to me how, like, like, you know, I'm kind of wrapping it up. It's like, it's crazy to me how I see, like, kids, like, 13, 14, 15, and they dress like they're grown-ass men, women, men and women. And I'm like, bro, when I was 13, I still had some dirty-ass overalls on. I wasn't worried about right? fashion. Right. You got these kids who were, like, 16, 17 going to school and, like, designer. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. When I was 17, bro, I was lucky to get a new South Pole right, I didn't give a fuck what I looked like when I went to school. Right? I was like, when I was 17, I, I was just like, let me just go to school, get my shit, go home. That was it. That was it. That was it. But I didn't go to school every day and like, let me just wear this, let me just wear these new Yeezys. Let me wear these new Jordan. Like, no, nah, I remember there was a kid out of school. He, he was perfectly fine. He wasn't poor. He wasn't none of that. He wore the same pair of jeans every day because he wanted to. Like, you washed him and stuff. You could tell he was... He, he had a nice house. I've been to his house. He he had, you know, he was a good kid. He just wore the same pair of jeans every day because he said they look cool. And that's the innocence that kids nowadays don't have. Granted, there's a lot of other variables into it, like bullying and whatever else. Mm. But that's outside factors. But if, here's the thing. Bullying wouldn't be a thing if you just let your kid be themselves. And if you taught your kid how to defend himself. Well, bullying also comes from, like, bullies learn from their parents. Their, their parents are bullies, too. Right, but you also have to let your. You also have to learn how to. You lost some. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying though is defend themselves. All I'm saying is, your kid bullies my kid. I'm gonna whoop your ass every day. If my kid comes home and he's crying, he's like, "Oh well, so and so called me an ant. Why the fuck are we still standing here? Did you whoop his ass? So beat his ass. (laughs) It's like, oh, you're condoning violence. There comes a certain point where violence is the only answer. Right. I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I mean, use that as a last resort. You might spin your block a couple of times. Right, it might be a last resort, and that might not be the first option, but if it comes down to it, I'm going to teach my kid how to do it. Right. But there is one man who would teach us to, to tell us to be very peaceful in times like this. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to wrap this up, though, like, yeah, times have changed. We yeah. just got to get... Change is inevitable. That's change all I'm going to say. We, we can't escape change. But you also have to learn, you also have to remember your roots. Right, I think that's I think that what it is too. A lot of us millennials kind of forget. Uh, they uh, I I think millennials try so hard to block out the way we were raised mm-hmm. that we're like we're gonna make a whole new lifestyle. Well, now you know fucked up a whole new generation. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's been fun, guys. You know you know the drill. Follow the socials. New episodes every Monday at ten o'clock on Sucker Free Sundays. 
Hey, can we bring that back? Please. Can we, <laughs> can we bring back Sucker Free Sunday? the podcast on MTV2 <laughs> at 10 o'clock? Hey, yo. yo. <laughs> speaking into existence. Hey, yo. <laughs> as long as Nick Cannon doesn't try to make us his kids. Yeah. <laughs> All right. that man's dick off. Hey, yo. That's a Yo. Nah, we're not. Cut. <laughs> All right, peace out, yo. <laughs>